Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space, out, space, out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY. All the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Mating leave written by Hitching Post. Mansour is the only type 5 or above planetary government that doesn't provide for at least some paid time off for mating season. Secretary Chamless. Paletti fact truthometer rating. True, not counting humans. There were several ambition claims made last night at the Mansurian presidential debate, but perhaps none as debated as his claim that all Type 5 and above planetary governments provide for copulation leave except Mansoir. After the review of the laws of Mansoir and all other Type 5 planets or above planetary governments, we found it correct, with the exception of humans. Based on the number of times this has been the result of our recent backchecks, we have decided to add a new rating to the truth of meter. True, not counting humans. Typically, there is some weird reason that the humans aren't included, and it just seemed to make more sense to assume that they are excluded from the galactic truth claim about civilization. This issue is a prime example. After a thorough research, we discovered that the humans don't even have a mating season. Their female's fertility operates on a non-standard cycles that can last from 20 to 35 standard galactic days. They show no outward or pheromonal signs of fertility. Humans just copulate all the time. They seem to think that it's fun. So, it really would be unfair to hold the human exception against the Secretary Chumless because their situation is super weird, which is par for the course for those guys. Seriously, constant possibility of fertility. Are they freaking joking? What is it with these people? It must basically be in heat 24-7. How did they ever stop freaking and figure out space travel? No wonder sex is all in their advertising. That works all the time, not just once a cycle or so. In conclusion, the humans are freaking weird. And for the sake of our sanity and yours, from now on, when they are only the exception to an otherwise true statement, we're going to list it as true, not counting humans. And we should probably just leave it at that. Because otherwise, the human's exception to every damn thing is going to drive me insane. Update. We apologize for the loss of professional demeanor. Our writer had a part way through this article. We're choosing to leave it up to the object lesson of the dangers of thinking too hard about the humans, and as a clear example of why we need this new rating. End of story. Story number two. Caretaker, written by Wanny91. Mom? The young child asked his mother as he plucked at her dress in order to get her attention. The mother, who had been busy talking to the vendor in front of them, shot a quick apologetic look at the salesman and then turned her attention towards the child. Yes, my dear, she asked the young boy with a motherly patience. As an answer, the young boy raised one of his two hands and pointed with its index fingers towards a bipedal creature who stood a few meters away from them. Do you know what kind of species that alien there belongs to? The young boy asked his mother with the naive curiosity of a child. 
The mother followed the invisible line of her child's outstretched finger and took a good look at the unknown alien who had his back turned towards them. Then after a minute or so of studying the alien, she finally answered, I'm sorry, my dear. I don't know what species that alien there belongs to. And now, please be quiet so mommy can continue to talk with the night spender. Okay. Without waiting for an answer, the mother turned her attention towards the sales clerk again, to whom she said, I'm sorry for the interruption. How much did you say those vegetables were again? While the mother resumed her interrupted negotiation with the vendor about the price of their purchase, the young boy couldn't stop staring at the, to him at least, weird-looking alien whose species had never been seen before in the market. It was, however, like an alien had some kind of sensor which told him that it was stared at, because the alien suddenly turned around and stared to cautiously observe the crowd around him. And before the boy could react and look away, the two visual sensors of the alien focused right onto him and caught him right in the act of staring. For a few seconds, the young boy and the alien stared at each other directly into the eyes until the alien suddenly removed some flesh around its mouth. It showed two rows of white teeth to the boy. Then, the alien raised one of its two limbs and started to wave at the attached claw in a greeting-like gesture from one side to the other. Curiously, the boy looked up to his mother beside him to see if she was still busy negotiating with the vendor, and when he had confirmation of that, he quickly walked away from her. Hi there, the alien greeted him as soon as he had stepped in front of him. Hi, the boy repeated shyly. The alien patiently waited in a few seconds to see if the boy would say anything next, but then he didn't. He asked the boy himself, Can I help you with something, or do you like to stare at other people? The boy managed to quietly shake his head in denial from one side to the other. The again, the alien showed his white teeth. Let me guess, he said, you've never seen a human before, that is why you were staring at me. Am I right? This time the boy nodded his head up and down, which caused another teeth showing from the alien. Okay, the alien amusedly said as he clamped his two claws together. What do you want to know about my species? Surprised by the question, the boy needed a moment before he could gather his courage to ask. What species are you, and why are you showing me your teeth? The alien let out a weird noise, which the boy was able to identify as laughter. Well, he said after he'd finished laughing, to answer your second question, that is called a smile. The alien explained and repeated the teeth showing. Since it seems like your translator isn't able to yet translate human facial expressions, you have to simply believe me when I tell you that it's an expression of happiness or amusement and not a threat, as many other species believe. However, to answer your first question, I am a human. A human? The boy repeated quietly to himself. Are there many of you? He then asked the human. The human wagged his head from side to side. I think during the last counting our numbers were around 12 billion, I think. The boy's eyes grew wide. 12 billions, he said amazed. And where are you from? He wanted to know next, but suddenly remembered his upbringing. Of course, only if you don't mind me asking you all of these questions. The human smiled again. Don't worry, he said and made a repellent move with his claw. I don't mind your questions at all, and personally, I believe it's never a bad thing that a child wants to learn something. 
so I'll try and answer your questions as best I can. And to answer your previous question, my species calls our home planet Earth. It is approximately located 25,000 light years away from here. Again, the boy's eyes widened when he heard the number. Do all the humans look like you? He wanted to know next. Again, the human tilted his head from side to side. Well, he said slowly, this is a little bit hard to answer. Apart from our genders, it would say that humans look overall more or less similar. We all have the same number of limbs and body parts, but there are some small differences between our two genders. So I believe you'll recognize a human if you see one. But besides our body structure, we humans can come in all form of shape and sizes, and even different colors. The human added, The boy couldn't hide his happiness. Is there any chance that some of them will play with me? He asked the human and wigged in anticipation of the answer with his three ears. The human smiled, which the boy interpreted as a good sign. I'm sure that our children would love to play with you, the human then confirmed, and maybe even some adults, but that depends on if they are busy or not. The boy's eyes lightened up and changed clear colors. Does that mean your species has children too? The human nodded, but before he could say anything, the boy's mother suddenly appeared from behind him. Alexa, what are you doing? The mother asked the boy angrily. Before he could answer, she turned towards the human and asked him, And who are you? The human flashed his teeth. Hi, you must be mother to the child here. He stated the obvious. My name is Lucas. Slightly taken aback from the openness of the human, the mother eyed him suspiciously, but still greeted him too. Good day, she said, and then inquired, What were you doing with my son? Do not worry, ma'am. The human tried to calm the mother down. I just tried to answer your child's question about my species as best I can. Oh, the mother said her suspicion instantly faded away. I hope my southern hasn't offended you in some way. She instead asked him, knowing that there were many different cultural differences between the species. The human shook his head and then smiled. Don't worry, ma'am. He tried to calm the mother down. Your son didn't offend me or anything. He just was curious child, which isn't a bad thing to be. I'm sure my children would have asked as many questions as he asked me. Oh, the mother said. You're a parent too. To her surprise, however, the human shook his head. Unfortunately, not yet. I'm just a teacher who calls his students his children. A teacher? The mother asked, confused, since her translator couldn't explain the meaning of the word. Now the human looked also surprised, but still answered the mother's question first. It is a profession within the human race. A teacher is someone who is in charge of educating human children. So a teacher is a caretaker like me? The mother inquired, but her eyes darkened in confusion. But how can you be a caretaker if you don't have children of your own to educate? Well, the human started to explain... You have to know that we humans have kind of outsourced the education of our children to others. The way parents don't have to take care of their children all day and can focus on other things. Outsourced? The mother asked, surprised. The human nodded. Yes, you could call it outsourced. If human children reach a certain age, we send them to special buildings, which we call a school. There, the children are split into groups based on their age and get taught by people like me. But, uh... But isn't that counterproductive for education of a child if the parent aren't taking care of the education themselves? The mother asked. Nah, the human denied. 
We have studies who prove that human children learn much better if they're in groups, and by teaching them in groups by a single person. We not only ensure the quality of their education, but we also allow their parents to have some free time themselves. The mother suddenly got interested. What do you mean when you say that the human parents get some, uh, free time? She asked. Well, our children are being sent to school when they are seven years old. The children of each age are gathered into groups for an entire year. During this year, they spend five days out of seven in school, but still have some weeks off. Of course, the children don't have to spend the entire day in school, but only around eight hours. That means during these eight hours, the parents of the children are free to do anything they want. The mother was baffled, and, um... For how long are these children attending school, she asked. It depends, he answered. The basic schooling takes ten years to complete. After that, it depends on what they want to become. So if a child wants to become an engineer, for example, he would have to join an engineer school for another five to six years. The mother calculated. So, um, for at least ten years, parents don't have to be the caretaker for their children all day long and are free to do what they want, she inquired. When the human nodded, the mother's eyes turned yellow in anticipation. So, she said, copying the smile of the human, any chance that my child can join your school too? End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode. And I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.